Suspend your disbelief. Let yourself be led down a path into the world of the paranormal, where ghosts, shadow people, cryptids, aliens, and all things supernatural dominate. Immerse yourself in a dimension of ominous trepidation with your hosts, Dan, Danny, and Rachel. Welcome to the Phantom Faction Podcast. All right. Welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm Rachel. And we are here once again. Things are uh, maybe getting a little better. People getting together a little more. Yeah, we're not wearing masks. No. <laughs> no. And we're spitting on each other. <laughs> speaking moistly. Right? Yes. Ooh. Yes. Speaking moistly. Yes. That's the worst word ever. Oh, yeah. Moist. Prime Minister likes it, though. So. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyhow. But all in all, how's your week been? Your week? Ghost-free for a change. Yeah. Sasquatch-free. Mm. So it's been kind of lame. Okay. <laughs> you went on a bit of a holiday, or? Uh, I went, actually... Yeah, it has been. Yeah, a, a, a while. Weeks. So I did have some Sasquatch stuff going on. Oh, oh man, <laughs> where so, are you? You know what? There's so much stuff going on that I can't keep track of it. Actually, right? Just no ghost stuff. I've been I've been like the Bigfoot guy lately. Oh, uh, I was up in northern Ontario mm-hmm. in the French River area, and I went. I took my son on our very on his very first Sasquatch adventure, and we actually had some interaction. I went with Peter yep. Smith of uh, Ontario Sasquatch and another fellow uh, by the name of Lance. This guy Lance goes out to the same location all the time and has had two sightings, physical sightings. They have had rocks thrown at them at this location oh. because uh, they believe that there's a nest of Sasquatch there, like a, a family. Mm-hmm. And the rocks that were thrown at them were from last year and they were thrown into the, there's a creek that mm-hmm. runs through and they were landing in the water and you know you've ever thrown a rock in the water oh yeah it, you know a heavy one it makes a good splashing sound and when we got to the top of this ridge overlooking the uh the creek we started to walk back and sure enough whoosh here mm-hmm. this huge you know rock hit the water and oh. we're like okay <laughs> time to leave like they know we're here and we had a little bit of uh some weird noises come out of the bush. Couldn't explain them. So, but the last time I was there, uh, it was quite active. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of knocking, going back and forth. Had, almost had like a little bit of a conversation. I think I talked about that on one of the podcasts. Right. So the next night, we were closer to the camp that we were staying at, and we found two tree breaks, which looked deliberate, and there was like footpaths, almost like a game trail, but it wasn't like deer or moose. It was like really heavy mm-hmm. feet unless there's a lot of animals going through but I don't see like a lot of herd stuff up there right so I pulled over and I said to my son let's get out and do some knocking mm-hmm. and we couldn't find a, a good enough stick to use because everything was you know everything that was all on the ground had rotted and everything so I started doing some hooping mm-hmm. like some whoop whoop and sure enough from both sides of the road came a couple knocks oh and my son was like, oh, that's so cool. And uh, I, told, I told Peter, and he says, what am I driving 45 minutes every time yeah. when I can do it at the edge of my camp? Oh, man. So it was neat. And uh, I can't wait to go back up. Rachel, you've been busy. I, well, I have. I've uh, busy doing readings and, mm-hmm. you know, that normal 9 to 5 job, too. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the readings have been going good. 
Um, has mm -hmm. Dan noticed when he walked in the uh, house today, there was a couple spirits hanging around. So. Oh, yeah, as soon as I walked in, I, I saw <laughs> someone in a, a suit. And I think no. it was a, one of my uncles. Oh. I'm thinking that now. <laughs> it wouldn't so, surprise me. I think so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's been uh, a, a busy house for the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And you find that uh, the spirits sometimes come before the people, or sometimes they... It's mostly they before. It's yep. like the beacons up. They know the uh, the <laughs> date know, is they know booked, we're and they know <laughs> yeah. they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're here waiting and ready to give information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know that happened with my mom and dad showing up yes, uh, yes, before my sisters showed up here. Mm -hmm. so. We have a guest. I found this young lady on Instagram. She goes by the handle of Sassy Squatch Girl. Did I pronounce that right? You got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and this is Carrie from New England. Hello, mm -hmm. hello everybody. And she has a lot of paranormal stories from growing up in a very haunted house, apparently. Has seen, a, U has seen a UFO. Wow. And she's a Bigfoot researcher, so she's gone the full trifecta. Yeah, you uh, cover, cover our whole spectrum of our show. <laughs> oh, awesome. I got covered there. Well, let's, let's start with you. Uh, as far as the paranormal side, you grew up in a house, Dan said, that uh, was very haunted. Is yeah. that true? I think the first time I saw anything, I was about five years old, and I had the flu. I think my temperature was like 103, 104, something crazy. Um, so I was in my parents' room because they were keeping an eye on me. And they had like this giant, like giant mural, uh, mural on their bureau. And I'm looking through and I'm yelling, you know, Mom, that guy out there has got my red coat, my favorite red jacket. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, honey, you just have to hear I'm like, no, that guy has got my red coat and I want it back. <laughs> um, and, and I was pretty dead center and I, I never forgot it. So if they're thinking fever dream, like I probably would have thought it slipped away, but it, it stayed with me. I can still sort of see the image of the, you know, guy stealing my coat. Wow. And that's where it started for me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Santa. <laughs> no, no. It wasn't, it, it wasn't Christmas time. <laughs> it was pretty freaky because their mirror sort of tastes like the back hallway with the closets and stuff were, so that's what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. It's like in the hallway outside the bedroom with my red jacket. So. Right. And is that something that carried on then that, that made you believe in, uh, in the paranormal? It went on actually for the entire 20 years that we all lived there. Yeah. It sort of came and went like, you'd come home one day and you could just tell the house felt clean. Yep. Like it didn't feel like anything was happening. It felt safe to watch you or whatever. And then like a week later, the house would feel horrible and your TV would be shutting off on you. The lights would be going on and on. Your bureau would be going, you know, open and shut. And it really depended on the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, none of us got hurt, but it just, it, that's kind of how it went. Randomly all, like it'd be six months free, six months you can tell. And I don't know why we go on and off like that, but yeah. Mm -hmm. On and off like that for 20 years. Right, and no harm was done. You you weren't fearful, or any of the family. Uh, let's just say oh, no, we were we were a little fearful, but not like physical damage. We just right. didn't want to open our eyes and see them. Right. So it's more like a PTSD thing. Like they were everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, and you didn't want to. So I would sleep with my TV on and the volume up because I figured they wouldn't come in there if they heard the noise. Mm -hmm. You know, my sister would sleep with her light on. Like we all sort of got like these bad sleeping patterns um, just to avoid seeing anything. Right. So, yeah. but, so that was probably the worst for us. But the whole family believed. Well, everybody except my father who thought we were all crazy. 
It's always, it's always the father that never one, believes, right? He's the one paying the bills. He didn't want to move out. That we were all crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the only thing he saw for 20 years was a red negligee on him and my mother's bed. Mm-hmm. So he walked in, he saw this beautiful negligee, and he's like, oh, what's happening tonight? And, you know, <laughs> my mother, my mother's like, I didn't buy no red negligee for you. Like, you're crazy. And then he went back in there, and it was gone. That was the only thing. Yeah. The so spirit. He, he wasn't looking to move, but we were all like, it was like poltergeist. Like, we wanted a hotel. We wanted to kick the TV out. We wanted it to be gone. But yeah. when we finally did move, I remember saying, you know, listen, Dad, if I move in, if I move my stuff in two days early, can I just go? And he's like, yeah. And so I get and I clean the house up for them getting all set up. And I'm laying in the bed in the morning and all the windows are open, the doors unlocked. And my dad's like, you're going to get killed in here with everything open. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I just lived with ghosts for 20 years. Bring on the mugger. You know? <laughs> At least you can take the baseball bat to the, to the mugger, on, right? You know? So it, felt, it just felt so good. Best sleep ever. Yeah. Sounded like this spirit really had something for the color red, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never thought of that. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have a, a psychic or a medium come in and check out the house? Or do anything like look into the history of the home? So, so can... I, we looked at the history of the house. We lived right next to St. Mary's Church, which was one of the biggest churches um, in that area. And all around it was just um, farmland. And I think kind of typical for any you know, town. Our house was probably the 1800s. Um, but we don't know anything about the residents that lived there before. We just had like the generalization. There was farmland, like what we could kind of find in the library. But we're between like a church and a cemetery. So who knows? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What, what that was attracting in it. It wasn't just our house. Like the neighbors were having issues too. So Rachel's picking up on something here. She's our, she's our uh, resident <laughs> psychic medium. So what were you picking up on? Um, with the church, there's a connection to cardinals. Like the, uh, that's a description of the um, people that work in the church. They're, they're mm-hmm. different classifications, and cardinals kept coming up in my mind. And they wear red. red. Right. They wear red, hmm. yep. Something, <laughs> something to do yeah. with red today, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, then we all agree we to wear a red shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mother didn't want anybody in the house. Like, she didn't want Ouija boards in there. She didn't want anything to be kicked up. Mm-hmm. And I think there was one time that I did a seance when I was like 15, because who doesn't try to do that when you're 15? And I had all my friends over, and my parents had gone out. I don't even know where my sisters were, but so we're all in the dining room, but you can see like the whole house from there, so that's kind of why we picked that spot. And we're doing this seance, and it was like, nothing's happened, nothing's happened, and the lights go out. Boom. Oh. And the bureau drawers start opening and closing like they always do, and my mother's in my sister's room, and like some of my friends are not believers. One of them is, you know, an atheist. They don't think any of this could happen. And when they go around the corner and see how this happened, they like freak out. They're screaming and like running towards the door. And as soon as they get to the door, my parents are opening it and the light pops back on. Oh. Hmm. And they're just like looking at the scene like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> All these scared teenagers are gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, so that was your haunted home. You had an experience well, um, with a UFO or? When I was younger, my father and my grandfather and my sisters actually saw one out on the road. Oh, on the and road. they chased one. I mean, I was—I don't remember any of it. I was too young, but they had told me that they had chased it all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then it was in the paper the next day that other people had seen it, oh. which wow. was great because I have the clipping now. We, we dug it up. It was in the family paperwork somewhere. Right. Um, it wasn't my parents getting interviewed, but it was a close neighbor that was literally around the corner that saw the same thing. Yeah. So, so I hit the papers, um, Milton News, 
and that was pretty interesting. And then two years ago, I was going to New Jersey to go in the Pine Barrens and explore, and we're on the highway, and my nephew's like, you know, what's that in the sky? And I'm like, you know, I'm looking at him, I'm like, it's probably just dust and smoke from the plane, and then he's like, no, it's still there. I'm like, it's probably a tower signal. Like, I'm going through this whole check. He's like, just go back to sleep. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't. It, it stayed with us and in between, you know, billboards and whatnot. So I filmed it. Um, it's on my YouTube, which I don't use often, but it is there. But, yeah. Wow. Trying to go and see the Jersey Devil, and I, you know, filmed yeah. a UFO. I did um, report it to MUFON, so. Oh, nice. It's out there. Had anyone else called them from the area as well about it? No, but obviously I was going to do some digging, and that was the same week, I think it was Ireland and South Carolina that all had reported that Tic Tac. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, that. yeah. And that Tic Tac one is exactly what I thought. Same thing as that. Wow. wow. That's nice confirmation too, right? I'm like, I just want to see the Jersey Devil. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, and that's kind of what my family's like. This is what happens. So. There you go. Right. So you never got to see the Jersey Devil. I did not get. I went in the Pine Barrens, but I didn't get to see the Jersey Devil. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're watching a hockey. I got a deer. That was it. <laughs> One of the reasons that uh, we asked you on the on the program is uh, first of all the name that you go by, not Carrie, but. Uh, Sasquatch, sassy quatch, sassy squatch, sassy squatch girl. Sassy girl. <laughs> I love it. So this, so it seems like even though you've had a lot of paranormal and and UFO experience, uh, it seems like Bigfoot is, uh, you know, got his clutches in you. He's he's yes, in yeah. he's in he your knows. he's in your heart. <laughs> he's in the family. I mean, he's my mother family. was uh, a believer. Okay. okay. So your dad believes in Bigfoot, but he doesn't believe in ghosts. Oh, no, my dad doesn't believe in Bigfoot. Sorry, just my mother. Oh, just okay. Mom, okay. All right. <laughs> so she thought it was real, and we sort of grew up not thinking anything, you know, different, that it was, he was out there somewhere. Now, I don't remember. I'm not thinking he was out there, so. Does New yeah. England get a lot of reports of Sasquatch? Because it, it doesn't seem like a, a place that I, I hear, you know, you don't hear too much about the East Coast, especially East Coast of Canada or the U.S. It's always, you know, uh, Pacific, North, mountains, Pacific right? Northwest and places like that. Western Mass actually gets uh, quite a bit. It's a lot of um, unexplored territory out there in the Iron Berkshires. So they get quite a few. My area, which is the Blackstone Valley area, not as much, but I casted my first frontier. I was kind of suspicious that something was moving along um, the corridors, the green corridors in my area. And just out doing my thing with the dog one day, we found two big prints. So I casted both of those, and just I've had different feelings being out there, and yeah, so I think there's definitely something happening in my area. I'm just going to keep going out there and see what I can get out of it. No. Sorry, Dan. Go oh, ahead. I was just going to say, you seem like a very curious person to, uh, you seem to investigate all the strange kind of things. Spends a lot of time out in the forest. Right. Too, as per her. And were you that way, all the young up, like curiosity and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And we always loved the outdoors, so as a family, we were always outside. Right. My sisters and I love to get, you know, lost in the woods and steal my dad's lumber and build forts all over the place. So we've always been sort of the nature kids, too. Mm-hmm. And we literally just stumble into these other things. Yeah. Like, if everybody's going to see a ghost, it's going to be us because we're going to, like, walk into the wrong house and we're going to find Bigfoot, we're going to trip over him. That's kind of how, that's kind of how this family works. Right. We're magnificent. Now, from us doing this program for quite a while now, we've learned a lot of things, and I think 
Dan and, and myself, and I don't know about Rachel, but we do kind of believe that Bigfoot uh, and ghosts, uh, paranormal things, uh, they're all related. So, and even UFOs, uh, aliens, is that something that you would believe that they're all connected somehow? I think that definitely some areas are hot spots, if that makes sense. Um, like for us, some would say the Bridgewater Triangle is kind of a magnet for all of those things. And, you know, I'm not sure. I would think they happen a lot in the same area, so I would have to go with yes, that they definitely. Um, you always, not always, but you, you hear a lot of people say that right after they've seen a Sasquatch, they see orbs in the forest or they see UFOs, like right afterwards. So, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. you don't, you know, I don't know if there's a connection between the two. Like some people say, oh, maybe he's an alien, you know, a big hairy alien, and he's come down his ship. <laughs> but I'm more likely to believe that they travel via the same portals. Because yeah. I, and they're all, they're all love. I, for me, I'm, I'm flesh and blood with them. Yep. But also being out in the forest all the time, I've seen some weird things. So it's sort of like a conflict that I'm having all the time because I'm expecting him to be some missing link, um, somewhere evolution took a turn. But at the same time, I'm you know seeing these weird things out here that I I can't describe and I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know what it is. Um, I, you know, it was one time we were out in Freetown and me and my sister were just kind of wandering in the woods and I had like this really heavy feeling in my chest like, oh, like, oh crap, or something overwhelming. And she's farther down, she hasn't gone as far as me and it's just me and my dog and she's way back there with her dog and I'm like, oh, like I just felt like, I don't know, dizzy, a little heavy. So I started taking pictures around and meanwhile she's back there taking a picture of me trying to figure out what it is that I'm doing. So when we go back and look at the pictures, there's like this weird bubbly, whatever you want to call it, all around me. Mm -hmm. and, and light, we can only see, you know, part of my body. We're like, what What was that? Like, and then when she got up to where I was, she was starting to feel sort of, woo. So we both sat down for a minute. We're like, the dogs basically, at this point, are already gone. They're like, I'm out of here. Something's here. <laughs> In the picture that she took of me, my dog was running away. <laughs> my dog was like, I'm out of here. Um, so, yeah, it was, I can't explain that. I don't know what that was, and Bigfoot or, you know, spirits or whatnot, but it was, you know, it was overwhelming. Right. Do and you, it's hard to say, you know, there's nothing paranormal about Bigfoot, and then have something like that happen too. So, do they go together? I, I don't know, but right. I've seen some things. <laughs> so, would you believe in? And we've had people on here that uh, believed in uh, forest fairies as well as little people. Uh, have you seen anything like that? I have not. You know, obviously, fun about free town and thinking about the puckle budgies, but I have not seen, you know, any evidence of anything like that on my travels. Carrie, in, in your uh, little bio that you sent me, you talk about uh, a couple places, uh, the Black Hut in Rhode Island. Yep. What's that all about? That sounds ominous. The Black Hut is it's the Black Hut management area um, over in Glendale and parts of Borough, Rhode Island. It has a lot of history with Native American, the King Philip's War, part of the you know battles were there. Um, a lot of lives were lost out there, so it has all of that history too. And then, again, it's kind of like the Bridgewater Triangle kind of thing where it's getting the UFO sightings. They've had a Bigfoot sighting out there now. Um, so we go out there quite a bit, too. And two of the times that we were out there, one, I picked up Indian drums in the distance. Wow. So I had that on audio, which I you know, posted before. And then on the second time, I swear to God, I hear my name in my ear. But I might be thinking about it. I was recording all the time, so I've got that, too. Um, I was able to catch... We, I mean, my name, I mean, I don't know how they got that, but 
Mm-hmm. Like, well, first I thought it was my sister right behind me, like what's happening? But usually we stood up a little bit, not far, but we do stood up a little bit. So this uh, name that you go by, uh, Sassy Squatch Girl, uh, how did that come about? Um, that was just me and my sisters like fooling around trying to think of a good name to use. Like Bigfoot Mountain, um, that comes from the movie Sasquatch Mountain, because I'm a big Lance Henderson fan. So that's where that came yeah. from. Um, but like they decided like to fool around calling me Sassy Squatch and all that. So I was like, you know what? I think I'll just use that handle. I like it. So, yeah. How would you describe what is it you specialize in or? What do I do? I'm the girl that wanders in the woods um, and writes about it, I guess. Right. Looking for Bigfoot. So you've got some, you've got a website and books and stuff or? I don't have a book yet, but I am working on one. You have a blog, blog, right? It's fastestwatchgirl.com. Yeah. Okay. And my blog is on there. The website needs some work. I'm not that great at it, but the um, the blog is on there. So, yeah. All right. So that uh, people can go to the blog, and what are they going to see on that blog? Um, a little bit of everything. It's mm-hmm. I kind of called it more of a bloggery because if you're looking for like a you know serious article, you might want to skip over me a little bit because I for me like the, the blog in the essence is more like a diary where I'm writing about my travels, what I think about it, where I'm going, what I've learned as I go through it. Right. I mean, yes, there's some facts and histories in there, you know, sometimes sure. I'm walking in a very historical place, but, um, yeah, it's more like a blog because it's really how I'm, what I'm seeing and going through mm-hmm. while I'm in this whole paranormal world here. Right. So if you, um, is it people that have uh, sightings that you read about and you decide I'm going to go investigate that? Uh... It depends. I... <clears throat> I'm also the girl that you know parks for trails. I mean, pulls over for trails. If I see one, I'm there and I'm in there. Sometimes I'll find just some weird stuff from a place I don't even know where I am, but I have to ask Siri where I am, where I've landed. Like Siri, where am I? Like I have to do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to see you on a milk carton one day, are we? <laughs> and that's good. I'm like, you might, because I got lost once or twice because Siri's not always there. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, it really depends. Sometimes I'll, like, come across a report. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, like, you know, that's right down the street. I'm going. You know, like, Atlas Obscuria or In Your State, like, those kind of things all have those great little, you know, places to visit. So I would try those, too. Um, and it's just, you know, whatever. But I may pass something on the way, and that's it, and I'm going, you know. So we set the GPS for somewhere, but I don't always always get there. So And it's not necessarily just because I've got a BFO report or anything. I'll just go, you know. It's usually, I, I'm here, what, is there anything going on right here? And I'm putting the to find out. So. Do you often go by yourself? I'm usually by myself during the week, and on the weekends, I'm dragging my sister along. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, David Politis, uh, Missing 411. Uh, he does a lot of uh, uh, video blogs, and he does the, the two documentaries on people that go missing um, from national parks and, you know, trails and stuff. Do you take any precautions when you're going out? Um, I do get that lecture all the time, never to go alone, but, um, my, first of all, I have a GPS, like, locator on, um, with the Life 360, my sisters have me pegged on that so they can follow me, <laughs> and I'll get that phone call, like, where the heck are you right now? Like, I don't even see a road there. Um, so I always have that so they can find me when it's working, and in my little backpack I'll carry, I have a knife, I have mace, and I have a whistle, and my phone. And that's it, really. I travel light. <laughs> Can you tell us uh, any evidence, more evidence that you might have found for uh, Bigfoot? 
I found a few structures. I can't say that they're all Bigfoot, but there have been one or two that definitely look like it could be a nest. Um, I've got a few prints and just, you know, weird pictures and, you know, feelings and noises I've heard out there. Got a few knocks I've caught on audio and, and that kind of stuff, but I have not myself had a visual with it. You've collected some castings of footprints yeah. and uh, hair samples at all? or I did grab a few hair samples, hair samples, but after sort of looking online and looking at them, they looked like they were more, you know, animal animals, so I did not keep that. What is your main motivation then when you're going out on these uh, these hunts? Are you actually looking for Bigfoot or just experience anything that uh, that the forest has to offer? It's a little bit of both. Um, I just like being in the forest, period. So I would go there whether Bigfoot's there or not. Um, right. And I'm never disappointed. So if I am going to a location that I think is at, I'm not disappointed at the end when I don't see anything or find anything. I always enjoy the area and kind of live in the moment. Right. Do you ever take gifts for them? Leave food behind or anything? I do not. I take a pretty passive role out there. Okay. Just kind of wandering and, you know, listening and feeling and hanging right. out. You don't wear your red lingerie out, out of the bush? <laughs> I do <don't know>. No. <laughs> I sometimes have some purple on and some lip gloss and stuff like that, but I don't have it. Well, they might like the color red. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say I'm in the woods, but I don't look like I'm in the woods. You know, I can put some makeup on or something. Right. right. <laughs> now, Dan here goes out, and you might have heard at the beginning there when we were talking, uh, does some tree tapping. Uh, some whooping. Whooping. Uh, do you go to the, and do these things as well? Or? Um, my sister's done it a few times, done some knocks and stuff, but really, again, to take a pretty passive role in it. Mm -hmm. We want to kind of keep an eye on our surroundings and, and just see it. And a lot of times I can feel something, something's weird. I don't mean, it'll be like a negative feeling. I don't know if that means that there's just anybody in the woods could be a person, but I can always kind of tell when the forest kind of turns and it's time to go. <laughs> that makes sense at all. That's what happened. Right. That's, uh, that's the theory where they can control the infrasound. Like, uh, yeah. there are certain animals, uh, tigers, giraffes, mm -hmm. uh, wolves can control infrasound. And a lot of people have stated that, you know, they've been walking in the bush and all of a sudden they get this total feeling of terror for no yeah, reason. Yeah, like get out. And, and they, they, and they get, get out. out. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, just, I just talked to a gentleman recently in Northern Ontario who had that fishing. Right. He went into a little bay, had this terrible uh, feeling of terror come over and he, uh, his hands bled because yeah. he was trying to get the boat motor going oh. so fast and he said I've never had that experience in my life right. so yeah it's, it sounds like something similar yeah. yeah they're not hitting you with a full blast like maybe they're kind of like okay we've, we've seen you before and we know you're here but you're getting a little too close to our yeah. backyard yeah, so yeah, so okay. it's time to go and it's just weird how fast it turns like you're literally like oh that's thought so beautiful like, oh, wait you know and it just <laughs> rushes right through you and you just know it you gotta go right yeah so has there been a time that you have actually literally run out of the forest uh, scared i have run out of the forest twice mm -hmm. um once because i felt i got that feeling that overwhelming kind of dread and i heard like this loud thumping or whatever it was was charging it yeah. was like it sounded like it was charging and i see anything nothing was moving the bushes weren't moving but i knew that you could feel that thump if that makes sense yeah um and I was like, oh, I no way. I don't know what that is. Probably not Bigfoot. Don't know. I'm leaving right now. So, yeah, I ran out that time and, and one other. And it's really been that one area where that has happened. Right. Which is also where I casted my print, too. But, um, yeah. yeah. Well, good for you for going back. It takes guts. 
Have you explored uh, anywhere as far as, uh, say, here in Canada? Have, have you been here? I've been to Vancouver. Oh, okay. Oh, Out that's in, I get to Whistler Mountain in my time. Yeah, yeah. My Whistler, BC. Yeah. That's yeah. like Bigfoot Central out there. That's beautiful. I loved it. Didn't <laughs> want to come home. <laughs> yeah. Didn't see a Bigfoot, but I still didn't want to come home. Right. Right on. So when you're out there, you're basically using all your senses. Um, the five senses, or Rachel sent the sixth sense. But <laughs> um, what a lot of people that uh, hunt Bigfoot too say that the the air changes. There's a smell about them. Uh, it, yeah. Yeah. Something just clicks. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really had that. Um, I smelt that smell before. I'm imagining, you know, I'll know when I smell it, but um, mm -hmm. I definitely had the feeling that somebody was maybe walking with me. Like I said, sometimes it's like a bad feeling, you gotta go, but other times you just know, like you're being watched, it's not, you feel okay with it. Right. I mean, dear, I don't know, but, but you feel okay, you're, you're comfortable, you feel comfortable walking through. So. Right. So your belief for uh, Bigfoot is flesh and blood, it is an actual yes. creature. Yes. And again, it's hard because. There are those weird things that you see, and a lot of people have claimed to have seen, you know, things go through portholes and not. And I want to sort of believe what people's, you know, what they see, what they say, because I had a crazy life too. I lived in a haunted house for 20 years, and I'm asking people to believe that. Um, so it's hard. It's kind of, again, it's like a battle with me, a conflict right there. But right. But right now, he's still flesh and blood. Do you, uh, people know in the area that you're out there uh, hunting them? Do they think you're a crazy lady? Do they think, uh, <laughs> or she's kind of oh cool? Always, they knew our house was haunted. They always think. They always think we're crazy. <laughs> if someone heard something weird on like our town page, they'll like tag me. I'm like, okay, I'm ready, I know. <laughs> I'm, yeah. su I'm so, surprised you aren't part of a... Our family pretty well known anyway, but they all knew we were crazy. So, I'm surprised yeah. you're not part of a paranormal investigators group. Because it seems like it'd be right up your alley anyway. Yeah. Oh my god, I think that they probably all killed me. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to carry anything but my phone and, you know, when I eat my iced coffee and somehow I'm going to bring that with me. Yeah, no, I, they'd probably kill me. All right. Do you find yourself uh, sensitive? Like, uh, well, certainly you mentioned that uh, you know you get that feeling or whatever, and you've got to get the heck out of there. Uh, what about any any psychic feelings at all that come through through to you or thoughts or? I think maybe not any more than anybody's deja vu. Um, Mm -hmm. But I definitely think that I have that sense to know when when something is around, something paranormal is happening. I feel like I can sense that. So, right. and and that's sort of for my sisters. Like if you all sort of, if it's weird, then we've got it. But you know, no psychic. I can't predict the future or anything just yet. But I'm right. gonna chime in now. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. I'm not ruling that out either. Mm -hmm. um, from you, I, I get this observation that your channel is very open, but when you get into situations, your frequency changes. So my advice for you would be um, try to keep observant of your channel and how open you are. And when you get to that, when you're getting scared in the woods or something, try to keep that channel open because that's when you're going to start picking up more information. Okay. Well, that's good advice, Sam. <laughs> I try to stay calm most of the time. I've only run twice. There's been quite a, quite a number of them, but it would be nice to know what it is that was making me feel that feeling before I left. Well, I, I also feel that if you keep going to the same locations, they're, they're going to recognize you. Uh, they're going to know that you're not a threat. And, you know, like Rachel says, if you open up more, they might show you a little bit more too, right? They might interact with you a little bit more. They might do some knocking. You might hear some whooping. 
Um, uh, you know, and the, the paranormal side of things, a lot of people say uh, they've had that mind speak where mm -hmm. they've heard that voice in their head from what they believe was Bigfoot, you know, giving them a message or, you know, just telling them uh, they're okay or it's time for you to leave or this isn't, you know, this isn't the time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I, yeah, I get that. I get that feeling too that you're, you're, you could be, you know, more open and you have some clairvoyant gifts, but you've just, I feel like you've suppressed them a little bit yeah. for some reason. I might have suppressed them in the haunted house because I didn't want to see anything else. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, my mother always called it the site. Yep. That she had it, her grandmother had it, my oh. great-grandmother. Well, there yeah. you go. You're, it's, uh, <laughs> it's hereditary, right? That's her thing. It's so, just like, again, if there's something paranormal or weird out there, we're going to, maybe we you know. Maybe we've kind of... Uh, you know, Rachel's lit the lit the spark there for you to, you know, maybe look into that a little that, bit. That opening more. up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's just there. I'm I'm clearly getting told you just you are you know the vibration that you feel. Just own that vibration when you when you notice things are changing. Get back into that vibration that you were feeling before, and that's when you're opening up. But I think you already know what I'm talking about when I'm talking yeah. about vibration. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so just go back into that vibration, and you'll probably get more than you you ever thought you would. Yeah. I always said I feel like I'm in tune with like my my body and nature and what's happening out there. But um, yes, I would love to be more open and find out what it is that is giving me that message to either stay or get out. Um, yeah, I would you're, like to definitely. You're definitely. To see more. Yeah, exactly. You're definitely connected to the woods. Like the woods are speaking to you. That's what I'm getting from you. And so, yeah, the more you're you're, you're tuning in, yeah. you're the more mo you're, you're most get. comfortable in the in the bush, aren't you? I'm pretty comfortable out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I, yeah. even from your Instagram, I I can tell you absolutely love it out there. I love and it. That's that's your place. I've seen some great sites. I've been I've been really really lucky to see some good play areas. So. And and most of them aren't on the map, so I'll get a message from somebody like, where were you? I'm like, oh, no, I can tell you where I was. <laughs> there's going to be 50 people there tomorrow. I'm not doing it. Yeah, for uh, sure. You don't no, want to. They're like, where? like, all through COVID, everybody's like, oh, my God, everybody tell me where I can go in the woods. Like, where can give me, you need to give something up. You need to tell me where you're going. Like, oh, no. There's so much energy in, in the woods, every tree, every plant, everything that's in there, so. Yeah. And it's uh, all that life, all of it, yeah. Yeah, and it's a matter of connecting with it. And I think you've done that in the past, and I, and I think that's probably why you do what you do. Uh, and your curiosity has taken you even further. So I think you will see one though. Yeah, eventually. I would like to. I get I get that a strong feeling that you know if you keep going to the same location, I, I think right. is there one specific spot you keep getting drawn to? So I travel usually what's called the. Um, Blackstone um, Valley Heritage Quarter. Okay. And it's the Blackstone River. And then it's also an old rail that was, you know, initially going to be this big, you know, one of the first, like, trade, trade, you know, uh, rails that were going to do cargo trails. But the guy who was putting the, um, paying for this trip, right, train to go up, so I can't speak English today, um, he actually died in the Titanic. Oh, wow. <laughs> so there's this, yeah, this old railroad bed, and then there's the river, and it, it attaches this greenway that goes from Maine to Florida. So it's kind of like this green corridor that I'm not going to go all the way to Maine, all the way to Florida, but in my little area of it, the actual Blackstone area of it, 
um, that's where I go because it really has. That's where I saw the prints in it. And it has one. It has everything that they need. It has the river. It has you know a great core to travel on if it wants to with ease. Plenty of wildlife. Um, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, spot. I think that's your spot. Maybe yeah. Maybe you leave. I don't know. Leave some apples up in the you know or. I think a little gift might go a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last yeah. time I was up, I left them a huge order of French fries and watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> so they probably all got heartburn. I'm like, they gotta want something good. They probably yeah. got heartburn. That's why they're throwing rocks at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so is that your ultimate goal then? Is to see or communicate with the Bigfoot? Oh uh, yeah, I mean. Obviously, that would be the end goal, but I am definitely enjoying the ride either way. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be disappointed if that never happens. Because, um, I, again, I just love being out there with whatever's going on and, and just seeing the beauty and just doing my thing, I guess you could say. If I get to see Bigfoot, that is great, but if not, then um, I think everybody should just go out there intending to enjoy themselves either way. Fantastic. Uh, you are a fascinating lady, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I want to go hiking with Absolutely her right now. Yeah. They're going to be leaving my page, so we're all good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Tell us a bit about the page where people can find it. And... Um, I'm on, you know, other major platforms, but my sort of home is Instagram. Um, and it's Bigfoot Mountain, and the handle is at Sassy Squatch Girl for all of them, first Twitter and um, Facebook. And my website, or my blog, so I put more on there, is sassysquatchgirl.com. Cool. I'll have to check that out. Sure. What's next for you? Where Where are you heading? What are you doing? Well, COVID has definitely thrown a wrench in just about every vacation plan we even thought about having. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to go to New Orleans. Clearly, that ended up being a hot spot. Yeah, a lot of ghosts down there. Yeah, and but COVID hot spots. So oh, okay. <laughs> well, and they were like, okay, well, my other best friend. That's why there's a lot of ghosts. Arizona, and then Arizona ended up being a hot spot. So we're like, oh my god, I give up. Like, and now Massachusetts has laid down the law. If you go anywhere now, you have to automatically quarantine for two weeks and get tested before you can rejoin the world. Wow. Mm-hmm. So if you leave Massachusetts right now, you might not be getting in. We, we could sneak you across the border and take you squatching up in northern Ontario if you want. I would love to get up to Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I will sneak over. All I have right. a friend in Maine. I've tried to sneak through the woods a little there bit. There you go. Well, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you guys for um, asking me to come on. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, friends in Canada. I love it. There you go. <laughs> Excellent. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. So once again, thanks to uh, Carrie. I'm glad that I found her on Instagram. Right. Just, she just kind of popped up and I was like, oh, is this Squatch Girl? Well, it really <laughs> related to what you've been doing lately, so. Well, yeah, and, and, you know, and then when I reached out to her, yeah. I said, you know, would you like to be on a podcast? She was like, yeah, for sure. And she's, you know, <laughs> sent me that uh, bio about the haunted house that you grew up in and the UFO and yep. everything else. I thought, oh, man, I wish all our guests were like this, right? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. She's a fascinating lady. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's she's got a lot of gumption. She does. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not a word I use a lot. No. She's... Just, just love to sit with her and chat for hours. Right? Oh, yeah. I, I want to go hiking with her because she seems super fearless. It's like, <laughs> let her go first. Yeah. I'll follow. Yeah. To be out there by yourself. Right. Just make sure you can run faster than her. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, we have a young uh, fan, listener. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, a friend of mine reached out to me and says, hey, he said, uh, my son wants to interview you. 
for like a school project one day. And I was like, oh. I said, well, how old is your son? I've never met his kids. Mm-hmm. He says, he's 11. Oh. And I went, I said, your 11-year-old is listening to our podcast? He says, man, he says he loves it. Oh, wow. He, he said he loves to be scared. He loves the scary stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's people that just love that. Oh, yeah. Thrill, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to do a little shout out to uh, Benjamin and his brother, Elliot. And they're in, they're in Toronto in the beaches area. Uh-huh. And uh, I've just uh, emailed or mailed them, snail mail some Phantom Faction decals. Mm-hmm. Good. So I don't know if he's going to, you know, maybe stick it to his bike helmet or <laughs> or something like that, his skateboard. Mm-hmm. But uh, hello, Benjamin and Elliot. Yes. Thanks and, uh, for listening, yeah, buddies. Yeah, that was very cool. And listen, if you are traumatized and get nightmares, you're all messed up as you're a kid, I'm going to blame your father. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> that is so great. Um, yeah, I mean, take a look back when we were that age. Um you know, we were certainly interested in, in being well, but you scared. Know, but you and, know what? Movies yeah. like the like when the Predator came out. Yeah. I think I was like sixteen, mm-hmm. fifteen, sixteen. That movie scared the hell out of me. Is that right? <laughs> you know? And yeah, you know, and I watch it with my son who's thirteen, he's like, Meh. Yeah. Right. And my kids are so jaded, right? So <laughs> and I'm like and my daughter, who loves yeah. horror movies, and I'm like, Well, maybe you shouldn't watch this one because it'll be too too much for you. She's 17 yeah. years old, and then she watches it, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah." Like, man, I was like, had all the lights on, and you oh, know, geez. and yeah. like, pause it and go for a walk and come back. And I but, was, but I haven't good. let her watch The Exorcist yet. Oh, that was just but, what I was gonna say. Is I was good until The Exorcist. Yeah, mm. the pea uh, the pea soup. Yeah, well, the whole thing I think of a, a young child being possessed, you know, possessed and and just mm-hmm. it was just too much for me, uh, you know. I mean, I I love kids, and that just bothered me, you know, so. um, But, yeah, I was always pretty good with the the teen chopper movies, like the... Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Friday (laughs) the 13th, and, uh, you know... uh, The Friday the 13th, and... Yeah, My Bloody Valentine, all, you know, every holiday... Good Canadian Canadian movie, right? (laughs) That's right, Yeah. 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 I yeah. actually met the director of My Bloody of Valentine. My Bloody Valentine. Oh, I thought I was the only one that ever heard of that movie. But. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, I, think, I think it takes place in Halifax, too. Yeah. yeah so I thought it was very well done. Yeah. I, I really did. I haven't I, seen it since it came out, and I yeah. was like, what, four, yeah. 40 years ago? I mean, it was still very much the same as, you know, teens getting together and, you know. Doing uh, their thing and yep. getting hacked into pieces. Yep. <laughs> but it seemed to have a satisfactory ending. It wasn't just... One that carried on forever. You know what? Horror is the one genre that has never gone away. Yeah. Westerns come and go. Sci-fi come and go. Romantic Mm -hmm. comedies come and go. Mm -hmm. But you can always, always find horror movies. They're always being churned out, right? Because they make money. Oh yeah. Like they're they're cheap to make. Yep. And they make money. Well, people like to be scared, like you said. Yeah. It's that. But yep. it's almost seems Challenge. like it seems it's, like now it's it's you have to come up with something really original. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. How a about, lot of oh, it's been done. How about Bigfoot goes on a murder spree with, with <laughs> a chainsaw? There we go with a chainsaw, yeah, <laughs> and a hockey mask. Yeah, on, right? <laughs> and then he gets in his UFO and flies away. Oh jeez, yeah. sounds tie it sour. All <laughs> Listen, if Sharknado can have like make gajillions. And, can, yeah. and how many Sharknados are there? Like oh. six of them? Yeah. 
like the most ridiculous movies I've ever seen. Yeah, I've okay. never sat through a full one yet. Oh, you know exactly. what? Exactly. <laughs> I, I said, maybe I should, you know, look into these movies because everybody mm-hmm. loves them. They have this cult following. So I tried watching the first one. And ten minutes into it, I was like, nope, yeah. I'm, I'm done. This is, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. It's so low budget. And, yeah. And uh, whatever. Yeah. Rachel? Yes. What's going on with you in the spirit world? Who's hanging out in this house tonight? <laughs> well, I, th- I believe your uncles decided to drop, to in, drop in for a little visit. That's cool. All right. I'd like to, I guess. There's someone here now. Yes. Uh, there's someone behind you. Oh, behind me now. Yeah. Okay. So. I've, I've just noticed the energy. That it came, there was one that went by you, but I didn't catch it. No. It was just like, whoa, what was that? But it's yeah. nothing bad. I saw you do that. Yeah. Oh, did you? You, <laughs> yeah. caught, you caught a ride? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you get with hanging out with two psychos, right? <laughs> yes. We're always psychos. looking like... I like weirdos. That's well, better. Oh, okay. We're like dogs, pressure. right? Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. But it's more like ghost. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh well. Yeah, definitely is, some energy tonight. This is our world, mm-hmm. right? The yeah. world we live in. Poor Danny, He's got to open up more. Uh, I I see the shadows, but I always write them off as ah, it's just a the fly, light. Yeah, fly, fly, the light changed or something, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, I see you guys react to it, and it's like, yeah, I did see something there, but I'm still thinking it's a light or it's. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's not. Yeah, <laughs> not when, the, not when the, the both of us look at something that you can't see, and we're watching it walk down the hallway, or yeah, or whatever. Exactly, exactly. So. But, but that's why I love doing this. This is, you know, it's it's great. So you know what, the energy is going to start changing too when the summer ends and the fall oh, starts to come yeah. in. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I was going to ask you too, Rachel. Um, you seem to have a ton of books. Uh, on all sorts of different things, whether it be reading cards, whether it would be, you know, is there certain ones that you would suggest to maybe our listeners that should? Uh, I know I put you on the spot here. You I'm put sorry me about on that. The spot. You got your yeah. animal spirit, yeah, spirit guidebook. Um, that yeah, I like the animal spirit one. Um, it's especially if you have like a bird hanging around you or a bug or mm-hmm. a deer or something, something that keeps popping up. It's nice to just kind of look it up. So man, mm. that one's. It's a fun one to have, and it's just... Is Sasquatch in there? Maybe. Maybe. We should look it up <laughs> we for should you. Look it up. He's my yeah. spirit guide. Yeah. That yeah. and barbecued chicken wings. Oh, my <laughs> right? goodness, yeah. Um, besides that, other books. Um, dream. Dream books are ones that I like to flip through, especially when you wake up and go, what the heck was that all about? Flip Do you through find that. them accurate, though? Um, the dream books? Not necessarily, but it makes you think. So right there, you're like, okay, uh, now maybe this was related to actually something completely more yeah. than some people what I was aren't dreaming. great at remembering their dreams either. True, right? right. But so, if you remember a piece of it, that's keep, what I would check out. Yeah, keep that dream journal beside your bed yeah. and write it down real quick, right? Absolutely. Yeah, because I certainly I have some vivid dreams, but then I forget. Right when I wake up, I think I should boy should write that down. But you know, you're tired, you go back to sleep, you forget it. But something comes back to you later mm-hmm. in the day, and you figure that piece that comes back to you must have been very important. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know... You what it, happens to me a lot mm-hmm. is I'll just be sitting there, and a dream that I had 12 years ago mm-hmm. will pop into my head. Right. Like, a lot. And I'll go, what the heck did that... Like, you totally forgot about it, but it's in your brain somehow, and I don't know why, what the significance is. 
Yeah. Why it just pops up. And I'm like, oh, that's really weird. Yeah. You know? And that's what I think is that if it's popping up, it's it's there for a reason. Definitely. You know, so. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. There's something there that either you're repeating a lesson that you did like when you were a kid and you're needing to relearn that again or it's something that's. Did someone I just did, go by me? Yeah, I totally saw. You even saw. <laughs> I it. saw it too. Yeah, you totally saw that. <laughs> I was. I saw this dark. Again, I'm taking out of the light. You know. And, and uh, yeah. well, even you saw. It. Yeah, I, I saw something. I don't. The answer yeah, was got, like, yeah. The, my, the yeah. hair on my legs is like. <laughs> well, no. Who, who is it? But that. See, but I'm starting to recognize that, that it's probably more than just what I would think of a light change or a. Yeah. I th- I, well, I think that's why that oh. just walked by because they're they're confirming what I'm saying is the reason why you're having a dream again or remembering a dream from past is you're learning something Ooh. again. You're or being reminded about a lesson that you've already learned. It's Someone, just kind of someone's up my back now. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. Hmm, maybe maybe you need to hear that again. Should I repeat myself? <laughs> maybe. Right. Dan. Did you say, don't be so hard on yourself. Is that the thing? Yeah, yeah. When you told, when I you told, told you when you walked in here, I'm like, yeah. your she direct says, message. She says, I got a message for you. I was like, oh, why didn't you text me? <laughs> she says, no, she says, uh, someone's telling you not to be so hard on yourself. Wow. So. Mm-hmm. Already. There's there. more possibilities for you, but you're pretty darn hard on no, yourself. Not. As you Listen. say, you're not, but you need to reevaluate well, that. That's, that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's that dream again that you remembered? Mm. There's a bunch of them. There you go. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> you you got to look those up. Uh, I will. Definitely. I will. <laughs> well, I think if there's uh, a lot of things that we did this podcast, um, having carry on, mm-hmm. um, it sort of makes us I think we're going to have her back on, I think. She's yeah. going to message me one day and say, oh my God. Yeah. You know, I got oh, carried I- away by Sasquatch. She's <laughs> wearing a red coat. But <laughs> <laughs> I think... Her point of the whole thing, too, was get out in nature and, yes. you know. Hug a tree. Yeah. You know what? You can feel the energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Especially near water as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Best so. thing to do is walk on that grass with no shoes on. Yeah. Gr- Love it. Ground yourself. and Mm-mm. Yep. Put bug spray on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, I definitely and had an experience when uh, I, was, I was dating a girl for a long time and and uh, one uh, living at my parents' place at the time, but I decided that uh, I just need to go for a walk, right? And I went down, and this is in the Kitchener area, and went down by the river and into the bush. And I had a peaceful feeling come over me, just, it was powerful, right? And <laughs> basically... The voice said, dumper. Yeah, <laughs> So close. Oh, basically, what had happened was, you will come home single tonight. You're it's it's, it's over. I, I was like, you, knew it was you were coming. I anyway. was, yeah, I was like, wow. And I remember going home and telling my mom this, and I said, I have this thing, and and it came to me and said that I was going to be single tonight. And at that point, I had no idea that we would break up, but. Sure enough, I ended up going to this event, and uh, we ended up breaking up that night. Mm. Yeah, like she broke up with me, type of thing. And I was like, "Yeah, I was expecting that." <laughs> no. No. Uh, you, you did. 
Danny. Yeah. <laughs> and she ended up on the side of a milk carton. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, that was just... Allegedly. Yeah. So that's just one of those things, though, that, that had happened. And I was like, okay, so be in touch with yourself. Go to the woods or, you know, maybe not necessarily the woods, but someplace. Yeah, it's certainly that energy spoke to me and it was yeah. so clear. I mean, I knew, right? And I was mm. like, wow, this is really weird. Yeah, people don't listen enough. Right. Yeah. Right? Well, and, it's too busy. Well, and, I, and you know, I, I don't practice what I preach a mm -hmm. lot because I say, you know, you have to listen to, you know, what your gut tells you and your, your mind. Yep. And you got to write things down. Yeah. And I don't do it. I don't either. You know, and then I go, ah, you know, like, why didn't you... Yeah. Write that, or why didn't you listen? And yeah. So, because they say we all have it in us. That's right. The, Absolutely. The ability, right? It's learning mm -hmm. to control it. You just have to raise your vibrational rate, and mm -hmm. you know things like that. Yeah. Like I said, Carrie, I keep that channel open. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. she can be a medium. She's got, she's got something, something going thinking, on. Yeah. Yeah, she's you got know, something. I felt that too. She's Claire something, Claire sentient audience. I don't know. She totally got it too. That yeah. was like yeah, the she cool knew. part. Yeah. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah. A good guest. 580 hertz. <laughs> that's the the that's the tone, the vibration that right. 580, I think it is. You would know that. You yeah. Would know that. The radio but guy. <laughs> you go on YouTube and you can actually listen to that vibration or it's like um, and it's supposedly to raise your vibration up. Mm. Um, and help in meditation. They, any meditation site has those on there as well. Uh, helps you with your vibration. Uh, helps heal. Yes. There's there's healing vibrations. I've been looking all this stuff up, and it's like, wow, we might have to have a person on that uh, that can talk about that. Yeah, for sure. It's paranormal. Right? Yeah, it, for sure. Very much. So yeah. Not always about ghosts and Bigfoot. Yeah. And yeah, uh, a lot of the, you know, like your negativity and all that, and you get into a low vibration cycle, and that's when your body can break down. Yeah. Uh, that's sicknesses. depression. That's, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you so, can tell when somebody yeah. walks into a room that has a low vibration, it like sucks the energy right out oh, of it. Oh, they call them energy, energy vampires. Yeah. Oh, oh. I, know, I know a few of those. Yeah. So. Yeah. But that's something that maybe we'll look into in a future program as well. For Sounds sure. good to me. And if anybody knows anyone like that, reach out. All right. Send us a message on Facebook or Instagram or email us at phantomfaction at outlook.com. And like we keep saying, if you've got some wicked ghost stories or... Or cool or, ideas. Yeah. Like, we want to know what you guys want to hear about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.